Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Welcome to episode 82 of Private Club Radio. This one's going to be a little bit different, as you can probably already hear. It sounds a little different. That's because I'm on my way to the courthouse. Now, don't worry, I'm not under arrest. I actually have jury duty, so I wasn't able to get into my studio today to record the episode like normal on Monday morning. So I'm doing it on the road before I get to the courtroom. I'm fresh back from Los Angeles, which was a stunning adventure I went on. I brought my wife, who was our anniversary weekend. So my wife, Anna, tagged along with me for a couple days as we visited the Riviera Country Club just outside of Los Angeles. And Mr. Don Emery, the general manager at Riviera, and his gracious staff put on a fabulous event. They were calling it the U.S. Amateur Preview as the USGA was holding a couple rounds at the Riviera Country Club as well as Bel Air Country Club. And I got to play both of those beautiful George Thomas golf courses. One just as extraordinary as the next and just as different, to be honest with you. And I wish I played a lot better, but I didn't shoot too well. But the company and the food and the hospitality was nothing less than the best, which I believe actually is their motto there at the Riviera Country Club. And I'm going to have a lot more to tell you about my experience there at the Riviera Country Club, but it's going to be an episode all unto itself here in the coming week. So stay tuned for that one. One other thing I got to do while I was in Los Angeles that I really wanted to make a point of doing was to visit Brentwood Country Club, at least to see the fence that Malcolm Gladwell talks about. And I mentioned it to you last week on the show that I was going to do a little research for us and find out if what he said on his podcast bore any truth. And the first thing you've got to see is this picture. If you follow me on LinkedIn, I posted it on Friday just a couple days ago. And it is really kind of funny. And if you don't follow me, just go over to my LinkedIn page. It'll be the most recent post that I've got up on there. So in the episode, if you've listened to this one, Malcolm Gladwell described the fence at Brentwood as the Berlin Wall, like a Berlin Wall. He said there was barbed wire and it looked like the Berlin Wall. It was very dramatic if you listen to the episode. Well, I went and checked out the fence and I put that picture up on LinkedIn because you have to see it to believe it. It's basically about a five foot fence, maybe six feet tall, just a regular chain link fence. Nothing fancy, nothing special. Certainly not Berlin Wall-esque as he described it. So you're going to have to take the rest of that episode with a grain of salt, the way I feel after seeing that one. All right, next up, I'm going to play you the most recent two-minute marketing tip. This is a series of little videos that I'm doing over on YouTube. I'm trying to post these little two-minute, easy-to-digest marketing tidbits that you can take back to your club and put right into practice. So if you're trying to raise the visibility of your club, if you're trying to attract new members, this is a great little video series that you can get in, get out, not take up a lot of time of of your day. And so I wanted to just give you, if you haven't heard one of these tips yet, just the most recent one, 
I call it scarcity is the biggest motivator. And it's, I think, something that a lot of clubs are going to relate to right off the bat. Here we go. Hi there, I'm Gabriel Aloisi, and this is your weekly marketing tip. Welcome to the Private Club Radio Studios, broadcasting here from Tampa, Florida. But this week, I want to talk to you about incentivization. Incentivization is a crutch that so many clubs use. So many clubs want to offer discounts or beg people to get through the doors by giving away dues or lowering initiation fees or whatever it is. And that's the opposite of what you should really be doing because you have to understand that the biggest human motivator is scarcity. Scarcity is actually what motivates people to make purchasing decisions because there's only so many and you've got to get it before it's gone. That is what will actually get people motivated to purchase a private club membership. I like to use the example of Rolex. Every couple of years, Rolex raises its prices. And what happens right before they raise their prices? Everybody buys up their watches because they don't want the price increase of the next year. And that's what you've got to do as a private club. You've got to constantly build value by adding services, by adding amenities. That's all part of it. But you've got to raise your prices and let people know that those price changes are coming. And so they better act fast or they're going to miss out. And you've got to really hold yourself to to that. You could also do it with particular membership categories. So maybe you have a summer membership, but instead of just saying you have a summer membership open to anybody who wants it, let people know there's only 10 or 20 or whatever that number is for you available. Let people know that there's a number out there and it's scarce and they had better act now before they miss out. I think you're going to find that you're going to have a lot better success and you're going to be able to throw away all those incentives because people will be knocking down your doors. Make sure that you're giving a first class product and then those people will start to talk about it and tell people, hey, you better get it before it's gone. It's going to snowball on you. That's your tip this week. I hope you'll catch me back here next week. Until then, here's to your membership success. All right. So that gives you a little taste of what the two minute marketing tips are all about. If you're hungry for more, head on over to YouTube and subscribe. My username over on YouTube is Gabriel Aloisi. I'm trying to do these video tips weekly. It ends up that it's more likely a couple a month, but going to keep putting them out on a regular basis. So if you want more, head on over to YouTube. All right, next up on this episode is our monthly edition of Masterclass. And now it's time for your monthly Masterclass, presented by Master Club Advisors. Well, welcome to another edition of Masterclass, presented by Master Club Advisors. I'm joined by Gary Collins today. Gary, how are things going for you, man? Gabe, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's always exciting in the club business. There's never a dull moment. I'm so bummed that I missed your, your Seminole Region uh, charity event. Tell me about what happened, what I missed. Yeah, I really wanted you to participate in that. As you know, it's been uh, rated as one of the premier galas in golf tournaments in the country. We raised about $600,000 for charity, but I may have some bad news for you. Since you were unable to attend, Uh-oh. the Palm Beach Atlantic Women's University golf team helped me out with Marathon Golf this year. And when you were unable to, you were replaced by a beautiful young woman who hits the ball a long way. <laughs> Your invitation may be gone forever. Uh, oh, yeah. You may yeah, not next, be able to get back in. Next summer, I'll be, you'll tell me it's lost in the mail, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, we'll get you back in. We'll get you back in. But uh, awesome. even though you were missed, I have to say we 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 got a we got a we got an A plus replacement for you, my friend. That's awesome. But I do a presentation to chapters around the country. If, if you, uh, chapters are doing charity tournaments, we've learned a lot over the last twenty years about how to get more money in for the charities. And so, uh, if anybody wants some help on that, I'm happy to do it at no charge. Anybody can call me five six one two six one thirty five fifty four. You can find me on our website, but if anybody, if any uh, CMA chapters want help with their charity tournaments, we're ha- happy to tell you about all the mistakes we've made. <laughs> they help you from making a few. That's fantastic. That's a great offer for me. I, I hope folks do take you up. Now, you got tons of things going on. I saw also that your your wife, Jan, she was just recently featured about some of the initiatives she's doing with the, the scoring tees. Can you tell me about those ones? Oh, incredible stuff. Uh, if you have not been to the uh, Golf Museum at, at the USGA headquarters in uh, Four Hills, New Jersey, the Golf Museum itself should be on the bucket list for any golfers. I get goosebumps just going into the Nicholas and Palmer rooms, nice. but they did a, uh, they have their permanent rooms, but they have a uh, changing exhibits. This exhibit will last three years and they're doing a, uh, an exhibit on the influence of women golf course architects. And of course, Jan is featured. Julie Inkster does the voiceover on the video. It is an incredible, incredible, uh, uh, presentation. And you'll see there, there were actually women golf course architects. I was even aware of in the 1890s, in England, some of the first really uh, strong women players. It was, uh, it was an incredible display in the, in the modern era. Alice Dye and Jan were the primary features, and, uh, and the stuff on Jan is, was just top-notch. I encourage anybody to take a look at it. And you can also uh, actually log on and look at the videos. Julie Inkster did the voiceover on the video, and it's, it's really quite good. It is. I watched it this this morning and it's fantastic and really well produced. Yeah, I mean, just top-notch professional stuff there. The other thing I saw that excited me is that you guys are uh, starting your uh, symposium coming up here when you partnered here with Club Bench Marketing. And uh, you've got three symposiums coming up this summer featuring some pretty pretty big-time speakers and what have you. So I'd love to for you to just go through what you and Club Benchmarking are doing together. I'm so excited about this, Gabe. Um, I, the symposiums have always been uh, good, I think. I think, we, But they've really gone to a new level. Club Benchmarking has uh, partnered with Master Club Advisors on all three symposiums. And uh, we do three separate symposiums this year. We have an HR symposium uh, in uh, Charlotte, Virginia, uh, August 16th through 18th at Farmington Country Club. I'm, I'm going to tell you about the dates on all these and then go back maybe and talk about each Joe, one of them a little Joe bit. Joe Krenz Club, right? Great, he's been on this show. He's, he's a great guy. Spectacular, spectacular club. And, uh, you know, uh, I will also say in all the years that we've done this, all the clubs that host them always really put on, a, put on an incredible program for us. Listen, you and I have talked about this before. You know, whatever the problem is, education is the answer. And uh, you, in the club business, you have to be so cutting edge. You so have to keep up with everything. These symposiums are absolutely fabulous. You will come back and make your club a better club if, if you attend. Yeah. I will tell you uh, on the HR side too, uh, you know, listen, HR recruiting and keeping the best people, you know, we'll talk about all those things that you have to compliance and benefits and all the things that you have to talk about. But HR departments and clubs in the last 10 years have really, in my opinion, improved dramatically. I mean, they really are the keepers of the culture. 
And they really are the engine that's driving the train in terms of recruiting and keeping the best employees, whether you're doing it all with local people or whether you're using visa workers. I mean, in today's world, the club manager has got to be a master at pulling all kinds of rabbits out of the hat. And I will tell you that uh, we have about 50 people attend this HR symposium. And uh, the 50 clubs that are represented there are all really, truly quality clubs. I mean, they are doing the right things to get and keep the right people. It's, it's, uh, it's incredible. Uh, uh, Robert Richmond of Zappos, uh, you've seen some of the stuff that they've done. Oh, their their customer yeah. service stuff is over the top. And uh, he's going to be the lead speaker, and so uh, I, I'm really uh, I'm really looking forward to hearing from him. But all the panelists and all the speakers are outstanding. So any HR director or any general manager who wants his HR director to, to attend, this is worth looking into. And I see that your wife's also speaking at one of the symposiums as well. Uh, is she going to be talking about her her system there? She is indeed in uh, at Great Clubs of the South, which is September 25th through 27th in Little Rock, Arkansas. Blaine Burgess is a general manager there, and he's a great guy. And, you know, he's been a great, a great participant in our uh, symposiums in the past. Uh, Jan is going to be talking about scoring tees. And you and I have talked about this a little bit before, but without scoring tees is an incredible concept. When people talk about uh, forward tees or women's tees or uh, family tees, they tend to be exclusionary. They're for women. They're yeah, for it's families. all negative so talk about yep. 100% correct. Scoring tees are for everybody. Everybody wants to score. And the amazing thing is where she's done these at a couple of clubs, the low handicap golfers are playing them to improve on their short game. I mean, right. we could do a whole interview. We need to get Jan on with you sometimes. We could do a whole interview just on scoring tees. Yeah. But I will tell you in the short version that older people who are down to playing only one or two times a week started playing three or four because they were having fun playing mm-hmm. from the scoring tees. Nice. Low handicap players were playing the scoring tees because they were working on their short game. You right. know, any golf pro will tell you if you want to score better, chip and putt better. Exactly. They started doing a, a short game championship from the forward tees. It, it, it's an amazing concept. One club saw like a, I don't want to, we have so many other things to talk about. I don't want to talk about just scoring tees, but I will tell you this I, for clubs where there are aging members playing less, you can get them to play more. For clubs where there are social members that you want to upgrade the golf, it is a great starter program to get social members interested in golf and have an avenue into golf learning about golf. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything about these things really works. And so uh, Jan will be presenting on the scoring tees, and I I think there's uh, the guys are really going to enjoy all the things she's got to say. They're going to see some really good stuff having there. But uh, uh, Steve Donahue is going to be the uh, keynote speaker, and again, just an incredible character. I don't know if you've seen any of his books, but he talks about change and he's an adventurer and an author. I mean, and Dr. Roger Landry, he's talking about uh, living well. You know, I mean, this guy has ways to prolong life and not just prolong it, but enjoy the, uh, the life that you have, living yeah. healthier. Both nice. these guys offer great presentations people are going to enjoy. And I got to imagine that Ray Cronin speaking as well, Gary, um, if, if anyone hasn't had a chance to listen to one of his presentations, that is something that you've got to do, right? No question. Listen, club benchmarking, I'm so thrilled to be partnering with these guys on these seminars. But before we even partnering on the seminars, Ray's just one of my favorite people. I mean, he's just a, a really good guy. But forget the good guy part of it. The knowledge that he's gained about how clubs work, about the model. And many people have seen him and have seen the things that he, has, that he says. But every time you see him, you learn something new. I think club benchmarking is doing some of the best work in the club industry. As you know, 
I had, I was in the hotel industry before I was in the club industry and, and we had such better numbers, you know, average daily rate occupancy percentage. We had real good, solid numbers, and mm-hmm. models that you could look at. And we, we really were short on that area in the, in the country club business. And Ray has really changed that. When yeah. you look at his model and his percent spending, and he keeps updating it and tweaking it. And by the way, at Data Club Communities, he's really kicking off a new thing. He's going to do additional research on the real estate side. I oh, think wow. this has unbelievable potential and is really exciting. Now, I don't know all the details about this. You'd have to talk to Ray. But he is really delving and digging deeper on not just the club operations side, but on the real estate side. And when you're running one of these large gated communities, it's practically like being the mayor. I mean, you, you get to be almost more than the club manager because you're dealing with roads, tax collection, and security, but you're also dealing with people's real estate value. I mean, these homes are $2 million and a 5% change in a $2 million house. You know, you're looking at a, a lot, a $100,000 change. Right. And nothing affects the value of those homes like the quality of the club operation. I think this uh, research that Ray's doing on uh, real estate data communities is going to really be exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So if people want to sign up for four-year symposiums, we invite them to go to clubbenchmarking.com slash symposiums or call Terry Finan, who works over at Club Benchmarking. Her direct number is 636-692-5280. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Gary. It was a pleasure to speak with you on this edition of Masterclass and can't wait to touch base with you in a couple months time once again. Gabe, always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Thank you very much. To learn more about Master Club Advisors, visit them on the web at masterclubadvisors.com and join us next month for another Masterclass. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Private Club Radio. As I mentioned earlier, check out the YouTube channel. And if you haven't already, go ahead and vote for the next episode that you'd like to hear on Private Club Radio. You can do that simply by going to privateclubradio.com slash vote. I'm off to jury duty and I will be with you next week unless <laughs> they pick me and uh, I'm sitting in a courtroom. Otherwise, I will see you back here next Monday. And until then, here's to your membership success. <laughs> <laughs>